0: I had to a really bad phase of bad auditions and it could have gotten really, really bad. And the moment that I kind of like let go and not cared about it was, was when the time started getting callbacks and getting some good results. So it's, it's really weird, you know, like you have to go through all of that.
1: You're listening to the Katie Talks A Lot podcast, a podcast with conversations with dreamers, actors and entrepreneurs about making the move to New York City, hustling after dreams, acting, TV, traveling, and much, much more. Hosted by me, Katie Yonner, podcast producer and the voice behind Voiced by Katie. Let's get into this. This episode was recorded in January of 2020. Hello and welcome to another episode of Katie Talks A Lot, a podcast where I, Katie, talk a lot. Today, I'm talking to one of the first friends I met when I moved to New York City. It's Raul Martin. Raul, thanks for being here today.
0: Of course. Thanks for having me.
1: So, before you came over, I did a bit of stalking on your website, (laughs) RaoMartin.com. You have some cool clips on there. You've done a lot of acting.
0: Thank you. Well, I mean, I'm still a newbie, but I've been trying to um, pursue this thing and just doing as much work as I can. But, yeah, I've had some decent results, and hopefully there'll be more, you know?
1: So, Rao, how do we know each other? So,
0: we met two summers ago, right? Mm -hmm. Um, We went to the same... um, theater school and we taught we took an improv class and we it was a very small class too right and um yeah we were seated like right across each other and we just vibed off and um we had a very similar similar goals and very similar drive you know mm-hmm. that's you're drawn i'm very drawn to people that have like the same ambition and dreams because then i know that i'm um, they're fighting for the same thing and i could feel that that fire in you and mm-hmm. you know like this is i'm here for a reason i'm here in new york to to kill it to like to really try and make it in this business and i am attracted to those kind of people because mm-hmm. then that gives fuels me to kind of do the same thing you know
1: yeah i think we fed off of each other's energy and we're both very like go-getter people yeah
0: and you were let me just say you were definitely a, a standout in that class
1: oh stop it (laughs) yeah we met at the barrow group which is where anne hathaway was trained (laughs) yes Yes. anne hathaway she's so beautiful
0: a lot of the um current um stars uh netflix stars nowadays not a lot of the barrow group uh, they're they're very humble in the sense that they don't have you know the the biggest stars per se um you know like a-list stars but they do have a lot of the current stars that are up Mm -hmm. and coming that are succeeding so if you're a new actor and if you want to get into the um, that kind of field where you want to get do like the streaming services, Netflix stuff like that, the Barrel Group is definitely a great place to start.
1: Yeah, definitely. So, what have you been up to today? You
0: know, besides being an actor, I do have my little side gigs here and there. I gotta respectable, survive. Respectable. <laughs> respectable. Yeah. So, um, I went. Actually, the first thing I did was I went to the gym. Um, I stayed there for about two hours. a lot yeah what are
1: you doing there
0: i i i have a friend um bobby he's a he's a personal trainer and he has given me um, some reps and some sets that i've uh i've been doing at the gym so i have trying to just stick with my resolution of um you know being more fit healthier physically and mentally so i've been doing that trying to you know just stay committed and after i went to work you know for about six, seven hours, and mm-hmm. now I'm here.
1: Did you see any celebrities at work? Because Raúl told me the craziest story over text a couple <laughs> months ago where you met, like, J-Lo.
0: Yeah, so um, I actually did the um, the Hustlers premiere party there as, uh, unfortunately, not one of the actors. As one of the people <laughs> to work the event. But um, the whole entire cast was there, and um, Will Ferrell was there
1: as oh well. Oh, my God.
0: And yeah, I think we actually had a little bit of eye connection, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but but yeah, there were it was a great party. Everyone there was really pleasant, really nice. The whole cast was very friendly, and it was just it seemed like a very small, intimate party, which was great. And I felt like um, those are the best parties to mm-hmm. to work at. And Jennifer Lopez it was a very beautiful in person. Lily Reinhardt, um, Kiki Palmer, they were very very sweet people, and you wouldn't think that they were all these list celebrities but they just seemed like they were there to work and that's you know being professional actors so i have to respect that
1: interesting so a tradition of mine on the podcast is that we scratch off a lottery ticket lottery ticket just a part of the routine everybody's got a job everybody's got a dream
0: Hmm. lucky number seven
1: how much possible money can you win on yours
0: went up to two thousand seven hundred dollars
1: what would you do if you won the twenty seven hundred dollars
0: pay off the remaining uh $3,700 I have in debt, so I'll only have $1,000 left.
1: Ugh. <laughs> My last guest also had a boring answer that I had to edit out. What? What would you do with
0: $2,700? Uh, <laughs> what would I do with $2,700? Oh, I don't know. I would probably... I mean, I'd probably just throw a big party and invite all of my friends out and just kind of, like, show my appreciation and just have a good time, you know? That's what I would do with $2,700.
1: So no part of you wants, like, Gucci slides or... Uh, I mean, I don't know. Like, what can I do with that? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure <laughs> it will look
0: nice, you know, but, um... <laughs>
1: you have no desire oh
0: yeah yeah i have no desire for that right now my taste is more on the on the um um budget size Mm.
1: i can run up to five thousand dollars and with five thousand dollars actually i put you on the spot but now i don't know what i want for five (laughs) thousand dollars would you
0: like to travel i know you love to travel
1: yeah i would probably travel i want to travel this summer i would probably
0: go on on a caribbean trip and just have like a All expenses, spa, massage. That
1: sounds awesome. Yeah, go to an island and just all-inclusive massage every morning. Feed me grapes. Mm. Yeah, that's what I would do with $5,000. All right, let's see if we win anything. Oh, and if you do win (laughs) $2,700.
0: Disclaimer.
1: Okay, if you win over $50, I want half of it. If you win less than $50, it's all yours.
0: (laughs) noted <laughs> all right so uh, how do you actually do you scratch the whole thing or do you like
1: yeah there's like um
0: scratch nine spots get three sevens in any row oh so scratch nine spots
1: how's it looking
0: i don't know i might have to um pay off that debt working at the uh <laughs>
1: You might have to keep your job.
0: I might have to keep my job. Hmm. Yeah, unfortunately, nothing for me.
1: Wah wah wah. Not today. Well, no one's won anything (sighs) so far on Katie Talks a lot, but we we have one is magical moments of conversation. Absolutely. (laughs) Fantastic! Fantastic! So what is your story? Why do you live in New York? What are you doing here?
0: I mean, I'm here in New York to, you know, I'm here for my own reasons. But the reason why I'm actually physically here is because my my mom worked here. Mm-hmm. And um, my dad worked in the Philippines, where I'm originally from. And um, ended up moving here, you know, at a young age. And um, that's kind of like, this is my home. Mm-hmm. I just happened to to want want to pursue a career in acting and Mm -hmm. i'm I'm very lucky to be already in new york to be doing that Mm -hmm. so um that's why i'm here
1: and when did you move here
0: honestly i don't remember
1: like young
0: (laughs) young yeah the thing is that we i spent my summers here as a kid so it wasn't like i moved here until it wasn't really like i didn't we didn't move right away if that Mm -hmm. makes any sense like i started spending my summers here for like several years because i I studied over there Mm -hmm. i studied back home and um
1: in the philippines through high school
0: yeah and some college as well so it wasn't until i would say like Some time ago that I would say that I settled here and like this is my home base and that's when I kind of pursued acting Yeah, so
1: interesting and do you like New York?
0: I love it here. I mean sometimes, you know, like uh, there are days when you're like you. I just want to move out to LA because it's a different because it's sunnier and you know but right now I'm, I'm honestly living my best life right now I just feel like yes
1: me too
0: <laughs> I just feel like okay I'm kind of like knowing where I want to be and then I feel a little bit I've gone through so much stuff last year like with anxiety and with you know just not believing in myself and just like questioning everything and now that I've gone through all of that and survived it it's like I feel a lot better and I feel like mm-hmm. you know if I know that I'm getting to that point, that I can stop in and I can, hey, you know, mm-hmm. you know what you need to do and you know what you have to, um, you know, to take care of in order to kind of surpass. And yeah, I think that's just part of, you know, the experience of it all.
1: Yeah, and New York can be a tough place.
0: It is. It really is.
1: Very tough, but good for acting.
0: I'm good for acting, but I mean, we're here, right? We're alive, we're kicking and we're, yeah. we're, we're you know.
1: You're going to auditions
0: yeah i mean you know it's just opportunities and just making you know like just going at it and just showing you the best of what you can do that's mm-hmm. i mean that's a reward in itself you know and mm-hmm. if if something good happens then that's awesome but you know it's important to like right now i have uh i've gotten my a little bit of like value and you know like mm-hmm. un, you know like this is what i can do i know what i'm capable of if you like if you like me if you want to use me great but if you don't that's that's also fine you know yeah. i'll be okay yeah you know so
1: be okay if i'm not right for this part there's another another one i will be right for
0: and it is i really believe that's true i really believe. i started to get good i had some really bad phase of like bad auditions and it could have gotten really really bad and the moment that i kind of like let go and not cared about it was was when the time started getting callbacks and getting some good results so it's it's really weird you know like you have to go through all of that
1: Almost all my friends in New York are actors, and something that I have found is we have to remember that we got into this for the fun and the artistry of it. Yeah, so please go playing into around. auditions feeling like I need to be validated as a human being, like it's not fun, or like oh, I really, really want the money, or whatever it is. Like the one audition I had last year that went so well that I got a call back for a national oh, commercial. Oh, was that the
0: insurance company? Yes, yeah. I went
1: to this major insurance. Commercial. They didn't even tell me what the budget was because I know it was Mm -hmm. huge. And I went to the audition thinking, I'm not going to get this anyway, so I'm just going to have fun with this. And then I nailed it. And then I got a call back. Didn't get it. But that's the kind of attitude I think you kind of have to have in auditions is like you're almost definitely not going to get the audition. Mm -hmm. So just have fun with it. Bring something to the table. Mm -hmm. It's a chance to act. It's just time to be seen. And Mm -hmm. if they like you, they like you. If they don't like you, they don't like you. So don't put... Too much on every audition. Yeah,
0: I mean it's heartbreaking for sure. You know, it's like you you invest, but the reality, but the the most important thing is that you got the chance to act. Somebody saw you. Somebody important saw you. Somebody important wanted to see you. You mm-hmm. know, because of you, and w- was a fan enough to invite you for a callback. Mm-hmm. You know, it would have been nice if they fought a little bit more. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like she's the one. She's the one. But there are some things that are out of your control. You could have given the best audition there, but there were just certain things that were like maybe you were a little bit taller or shorter than the person that you're going to mm-hmm. be with so it's like it's hard to accept these things but that's what happens in in these rooms you know and yeah uh, sometimes it's just not right for their project and even the biggest actors go through this but they're they've experienced it so much that it's just like not a big deal to them anymore
1: and i think once you start narrowing down the characters that you really want to be yeah absolutely that can help you actually book because of all the things i've acted in that were really really good mm-hmm. i was playing like the fun blonde or like the millennial i like playing kind of lighter characters Mm so i'm kind of just like giving into that
0: Mm -hmm. no yeah i think once you find your niche and you're like because i think whatever you uh, there's a truth to what the kind of characters that you like to play because it's who you are and what's what you know what comes naturally to you because mm-hmm. i mean i can't always be the you know like it's uh, some roles are harder for me because i don't feel like it's me it's who i am you know the only way that i can bring truth into this character is to bring a part of me into it mm-hmm. you know so i mean i wouldn't I, it's hard for me to imagine you as i'm sure you can transform to like a grungy you know like um evil kind of not evil but like a mm-hmm. oh, tough you know um tough tough girl but it's like, you know, in the in the casting director's mind, like they will probably like, okay, oh, why don't we get someone who can really deliver it, who's authentically that, mm-hmm. you know, and you're authentically a happy, genuine, you know, bright and bubbly person, you know, yeah. so that's kind of that's th- that is you you've realized that that's your strength. And that's what, what um, yeah. helps you succeed. And I'm starting to understand what my characters are, too, which is a bit more moody and a bit more like,
1: um, yeah, because you were psychotic. like a gangster on TV last year
0: uh i well or i mean a, was
1: it a pirate a
0: pirate yeah pirate. I, yeah so a little bit more of those kind of um of characters but you know once you once we've made it i think we you know some they're you know they're, they're willing to work with us and what we can do but um but for now i think we're you know yeah like, would you
1: rather work in film or rather work in? oh um
0: i mean honestly as i a, as a, i'll take any job that mm-hmm. i can get but um obviously um you know the you know as a child uh, well not obviously but you know like you dream, dream about becoming a movie star you know you see mm-hmm. all these movies and you want to be that because how do they make it look so real you know like
1: mm-hmm. it's make such it an it art so form easy.
0: yeah and it's like wow that's amazing like they can just cry like how do they do that and it's you know that's what draw me into like all these stories of like the mm-hmm. big screen and that's that that would be a dream if that could
1: happen definitely so this podcast is for people who are considering moving to New York, dreaming of it. For them, do you have any suggestions about, like, jobs to get when they first move here, if they're actors or neighborhoods to be looking into to live in?
0: I think, you know, if, if you're an actor, obviously the um, the default choice would be to work in the, um, in the service industry. Mm-hmm. I mean, New York is full of uh, restaurants and coffee shops and... Customer service related jobs. And I think it's important for you to find the right one. And if you do find the right one, hold on to it because um, they're the ones that are going to let you go on auditions. It's very important. Like you have to understand that, um, okay, this is just my job. This is not, this is just what's going to aid me in helping me pay my bills and live a little bit of the lifestyle that I want. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know and then focus on what you're in new york city for you mm-hmm. know which is if you want to pursue acting so for me i work as a server for two restaurants um and i work every day <laughs> i actually work seven days a week but the last the, the those two Get other days i do my last day off was christmas day <laughs> but well. but those two days that i work at th- this other restaurant it doesn't feel like work so it's like it's okay for me you know and also it's like i need to go out to do other things anyway and that's kind of like my excuse to kind of do those because um, it's a short shift so, I'm, I, so i just do it you know okay. and then the extra money is is nice and that keeps me motivated to um to do it and i honestly I've, like i said I, i'm living my best life so it's like i feel good and i feel i'm not exhausted or fatigued or anything mm-hmm. like that but that's a good, uh, that's important. Um, that's a really important thing to do. To just focus on getting a, a good job, and then holding on to that, and then do your auditions and your classes or what not, to help you get better.
1: And your managers have been pretty chill about, you know, if a really important audition comes out, like...
0: Yeah, they've been... Um, I just sent an email, and they're they're okay with it. You know, it's... Uh, I do perform... I like to think that I perform well at my job, you know, and that makes it easier for them to, to let me go. But I, you know, besides my work managers and my acting manager, I, I tell them, like, hey, is it okay to reschedule a little bit or move around or after work, if it's better? Because then, you know... Um, You can do both. You can do both. I can make my money, and then I can go on my audition, you know? Mm -hmm. So
1: So as far as neighborhoods go, you've been in New York a lot longer than I. What do you think about neighborhoods?
0: We're in Harlem right now, and I think it's a great neighborhood to, um, to, to stay, to start off with. But, um honestly if you're very very new and as you've experienced this yourself it's like you really just want a roof and just kind of like get your a roof like on top of your head to keep you warm but if you you know like it's it's also nice to kind of uh, to be around people that are that inspire you and to you know to to keep you motivated and to keep you feel like yes i'm in it you know i'm here because that's important otherwise you might feel like you know you're not in that world or it might feel like you're 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 a bit lost you know that you could feel a little bit lost because it's not right in front of you you know but anywhere i would say anywhere in new york city just not maybe you know like staten island or anywhere like that but i live in queens and i think queens is a great choice um apartments are i mean i wouldn't say they're cheap because they're 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 not <laughs> but um it, that's a great choice there's plenty of great neighborhoods there brooklyn is great too um, manhattan uptown mm-hmm. many great places i think if you really look you can find um some good places and if you do find one that's good for you then um try and get, live there for a year and um see what happens you might mm-hmm. outgrow that place because you've 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 grown you know mm-hmm. so i think um yeah the most important thing first and foremost is get a roof on top of your head and then once you find your people and find your find your uh, your vibe then you'll you'll know where to go
1: yeah yeah you seem very queens you like queens
0: i do i do like queens i think um i'm more of a um neighborhood kind of um person and i'm uh you know i i like to feel um i mean it's still very close to the city it takes on it only takes me 15 minutes to get to work 15 20 minutes that's crazy
1: <sighs> so yeah, you great and you have dogs so that makes sense like,
0: yeah yeah and um and that's a you know that's that's a really great feeling this is a very positive thing for me to to be very close to to work because then it's like i don't have to feel like i have to rush and and yeah just um you know i i, I feel like i've found my place and we'll see if if i need to Move somewhere if something big happens. Obviously, I'm gonna make a big change. But for now, for where I'm at, it's I'm okay. What about you?
1: <laughs> what do you mean?
0: Um, well, we were, uh, you know, I I I, uh, I believe that you're going to be moving soon, right? Or what's your um?
1: Yes. So I started out living in Williamsburg for two months. Then I moved to Upper West Side. Now I'm in Central Harlem. Now it looks like we're probably moving to West Harlem. If I was rich. I would live somewhere in Lower Manhattan. That's what everyone says. Like, mm. if anyone was rich, they would live in like Chelsea, mm. West Village.
0: West Village is a really nice neighborhood. That's uh, that's, that's that's probably where I would stay Ritzy. if I had if I had two thousand seven hundred dollars. I don't know if I could could take me there if I won this little lottery thing. But
1: yeah, <laughs> like three thousand dollars a month for an apartment. Yeah. What is the craziest thing in all your years in and out of New York? that you have witnessed or that has happened to you
0: okay so uh a few years ago i was on my way to to meet a friend at this place called fig 16 or something and it was in the lower east side it was her graduation and on the way there you know i was trying to um you know like it was i think friday night or saturday night you know i was rushing to get there because you know i'm gonna be late blah 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 and I see this girl. You know, she was like, there was a stop sign, so we all stopped. And then this girl just walks like in the middle of the road, and then she got hit by a truck. And I was like, and I saw her like like roll over, and then she stopped for a second, and then she got up and she just rubbed her head, and then she was like, I'm okay, I'll walk. And now the funny thing was that there was actually an ambulance already parked like literally a few feet away from from the incident of uh, taking care of another situation
1: <laughs> and were people like please check her. It,
0: yeah out"? Like, like there's another there's an emergency it was like what the hell is going on and just a funny part was that she was she walked like it was like she was still on a mission to get to where she needed to go like i'm okay i'm okay and it was like I can't believe this just happened, you know. Like she she flew and then she rolled over, you know. <laughs> I was like, "Wow."
1: So she probably was really embarrassed, is what I.
0: She, yeah, I think she was embarrassed. She was rubbing her head. She was like, "I'm okay, I'm okay." And then she kind of, I think she just wanted to run away, you know, because she was like, she was really, because you know, like Friday night, Saturday night in New York City, you wanna, you know, you're you're all amped up, you wanna you wanna have fun. So she was kind of like rushing to where she she needed to go, and then she just, I mean, she's she was alive, but and she was fine, because i mean, you know, the truck, you know, wasn't really like on full speed. It was like, you know, probably like. 20 miles per hour 15 but so
1: what was your reaction did you scream i was like whoa whoa like it was
0: I mean the ambulance was right there and then it happened so fast that she just kind of like she flew and then she rolled over and then um she got up like almost instantly
1: i've never seen anyone get hit but i've seen two aftermaths one was like it literally just happened. This guy on a bike got hit by a car, I can only assume, mm-hmm. and he was out of it and he was really angry. He was screaming. 911 had already gotten there and there was a lot of blood. Mm-hmm. But I think he was okay because he was screaming. Mm-hmm. And then I the hope so, yeah. other time I saw someone was a really drizzly, sad day. I was on my way to a champion studio for rehearsal or something, mm-hmm. and I was seeing also some aftermath she was getting getting put in a stretcher and she was also really pissed mm-hmm. and she was missing a tooth oh, so wow. i think she either got hit by a bike or a car wow i need to be more careful crossing the street cuz i almost never look
0: yeah it's um yeah it's you got to be safe you know and it's just uh, i mean it's new york city and people are a bit more extra cautious anyway but you still have to like make sure that there're no cars around before you cross the street you know but yeah, she was. Uh, she seemed very fine, and you know, it's a, it's a funny story. But um, <laughs> for but,
1: you, not for, for her. <laughs> yeah, for,
0: not for her. But uh, but uh, she seemed okay, and, and you know, I wish her well wherever she is. And um, yeah, so yeah, be careful because that was definitely the craziest thing I've ever seen.
1: After years of you know being here, then going back and mm-hmm. forth, what's like the craziest thing you've seen on the subway?
0: um on the (laughs) subway no
1: yes say what was it
0: oh geez you know how it is in the subway you know there's i mean i've seen people like fight and people like food fight and stuff like that what yeah like i saw uh, you know like this i mean i don't see it uh as much anymore because i think i I, um the you know the times i actually use the subway it's like Mm -hmm. you know like professional people and people that are trying to get to work but when i was you know like taking classes and randomly you know like i would go in the uh, subway cars like random times of the day sometimes there are people that would be fighting or would be like i witnessed someone like do like food fight and stuff like that but i did um i did stick up to um to this uh kid that got bullied by these uh, group of people you know oh. but a group of students and i was like i told them <laughs> and i felt very brave because i thought people were gonna be like behind me but nobody was behind me when i said we're all gonna stand up for them you know i was like you guys shouldn't do that you know like what you think that you're cool because you're you're talking to them like that i did i i i, I don't know where i found the balls to do that but i did but were these I these
1: kids but these
0: were like high school kids you know but still it was like i felt really bad because they were they were they were the kids were about to cry or like they were like no one was you know the worst thing is like when you see it like adults and they're just like ignoring like these kind of situations and they're not doing anything about it
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know just like being bystanders and for me it was like i just felt the need to kind of like stand up for them and i did and then someone else did as well but it would have been nice if the whole um subway they did back down and they mm-hmm. they did shut up you know so because i think it, they just needed someone to say something like that
1: you wow know?
0: what about you any crazy stories i'd like to know i haven't had this um
1: well, I already I already shared on the last episode. Someone was sitting on the platform and as the subway approached, we were like, get up and he wouldn't and they had an emergency break. That was on Monday. Oh wow. Yeah. We think other crazy things. Wait,
0: he wouldn't get up on the off the train or
1: He was on the like on the edge oh, I see. of the platform, sitting with his legs dangling and mm-hmm. wouldn't get up. So the subway had to stop. Oh wow. It was honking and all of us were like not even paying attention, Mm -hmm. like thinking that he was just gonna get up. Mm -hmm. And then he started waving to all of us, goodbye. Like he was ready to get his legs ripped off.
0: Wow. And you saw that?
1: Yeah, on Monday.
0: That's crazy. Yeah, it was
1: pretty traumatic.
0: Yeah. Hmm. But... But yeah, New York City is still a beautiful place to uh, to stay. We have wonderful people here. We have great um, great food, great culture, and um, despite all of these crazy, freaky people that that we meet once in a while.
1: Yeah, I love New York, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. What's your like favorite place in New York?
0: Oh, uh, oh my god! I used to be such a downtown kid, and I used to you know like I loved going downtown just because. There are more, you know, interesting places there. I used to hang out a lot of like hookah places and, you know, you just have like a more on the creative side. But I guess right now my favorite place in in New York City would probably be Midtown because I'm there all the time. Mm -hmm. It changes. It really changes. I used to like downtown a lot. But now I think I, I like Midtown. I've been I've been growing. I've been enjoying it a lot. I will be honest. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I feel I'm cliche. I love Central Park. Every time I'm in Central Park, I'm like, it's magical here. Yeah,
0: it's in Midtown, so so I I I, I do like Central Park too. Mm-hmm. I mean, if we're gonna be specific, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I will just say Midtown for now. There's just a certain energy there that I that I've been really liking a lot. You know?
1: Yeah. A lot yeah. of
0: uh, there's the hustle and bustle of like. You know the, the actors trying to make it to their auditions and like you know the actors that are working and mm-hmm. it's it's a great energy to be around
1: interesting so what are like the main differences like philippines versus new york city are they totally different places is philippines where you're from also very hustle city
0: um it depends where you are i mean manila is definitely more hustle bustle and a lot more (laughs) um it's i live there and it's it was very very um very tough for me because it's um it's just a very difficult place to navigate Mm -hmm. you know but I, where I'm from, I'm from Davao City and I absolutely love it. It's, um, it's a lot slower and it's a lot more nature-based and it's mm-hmm. a lot more um, health and um, a different culture, a lot more activities, physical activities, mm-hmm. outdoors. That's the biggest difference, of I, th- I would say, about um, New York City and my city is that there are, those things are easily accessible mm-hmm. and nature uh but i do i will be honest and i will say that uh, you know if after i've been there for like a month or so i do miss the new york city energy and that vibe because it's just different but once you're home it's like paradise you know it's like it's a it's a different way but when you're moving at a different pace and a different heartbeat it's just you got to go back there and i mean you know that after having stayed in houston for a little bit you're like i gotta back to new york yes it's time. it's time
1: how long do you think you'll stay in new york um, I definitely want
0: to try here for um, a year or maybe two, and then I I will definitely try my luck in L.A. Interesting. I feel like I I, I might have a... I always feel good when I'm there. I always feel like um, good things can happen mm-hmm. there, so who knows, you know? We'll see how the, how this, go- this year goes, and then uh, maybe we'll make some changes.
1: You know? Definitely. So another part of this podcast is talking about, like, being self-employed, being kind of the own boss of your life. Do you kind of buy into that whole thing going on now people being self-employed entrepreneurs
0: absolutely i'm definitely a huge believer in i mean i think in many ways we are already um our own business without even knowing it mm-hmm. you know just how you present yourself how you walk out the door and you know um this is me this is who i am mm-hmm. are you gonna buy it or not <laughs> you know so it's like, like a it's- prostitute. <laughs> yeah i don't know but <laughs> no, <you're> and, uh, <laughs> i will say like hustlers you know yes, so uh hustlers. we're we're um we're out there and we're you know we're uh, but i i am a, a real believer in that now like you you are your own brand you have to stick by your values and what you're what you're trying to do i mean you don't want to overthink it, it has to naturally come but of course your, the choices that you make and you know how you present yourself those things are very important and it's about uh, you know how you are able to sell whatever it is that you're trying to sell you mm-hmm. know i'm trying to sell my um believability you know my acting and things like that and i want to be able to show that mm-hmm. you know and i think that uh as a as your own business person it's and especially nowadays it's it's so important to to know what you are and what sets you apart from everyone else
1: and what you're worth
0: exactly and what you're worth because you don't want to sell yourself short because then it's like
1: mm-hmm. you
0: know people are going to think that you are that's that's your value you mm-hmm. know so um maybe start somewhere and then kind of like change that and and show that this is what i'm you know this is what uh, my value is and this is um what i'm expecting in return for uh, if i if you want this value mm-hmm so yes I'm uh, I believe in them I think it's, it's it takes a lot of practice and a lot of fine tuning to understand it you know and I still am myself mm-hmm. you know when you're auditioning and when you're when you're going out there you're trying to present yourself to like get me buy me you mm-hmm. know this, this is this is me yeah and if they if they say no that's, that's fine too because um, you just learn from that and you get better and then you you know you present yourself better the next time
1: mm-hmm. so any uh, final thoughts on New York me starting this podcast
0: Oh um I think this is absolutely in your lane. I think this is something that um that is meant for you to do. I think it's a, it's it's absolutely a great idea and I think that this platform is just going to provide you with the audience and with the people that um that you seek the most. And I'm very privileged and honored for you to invite me today. So I'm Definitely. very happy. Yeah. well the
1: whole podcast is about, you know, living here in dreams and people who are you know working for themselves and doing their thing and you obviously personify that Uh, so if people want to stalk you where can they find you
0: um so you can either go on my website which is uh ralmartin.com and you can find all of my social media links there um how do you spell that it's uh, a r-a-l martin.com and um or you can google me you can find um it's probably the first link that pops up and um yeah all of my social media links are on there contact information feel free to shoot me an email
1: that wraps up this episode of katie talks a lot you can find me on instagram at katie talks a lot podcast and check out my editing and voiceover work at voiced by katie on instagram and i don't know check out my website voiced by that's a lot of links but click them all basic bitch sign out Bye. bye